0: So I got to looking at Genesis and I began to see things I had never heard taught or uh, that I had never seen before. And it talks about how in, uh, let's say, chapter two, verse one, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. And if you go back before that, then God said, let there be light. He said, let there be the herb-yielding seed. He said, let there be a firmament in the midst of. He said, let there be a lot of things. But one thing, whenever God got to man, he spoke his plan for, for, for them. He created them. He created them. He spoke everything he wanted for them. And then he rested. On the seventh day he had ended his work which he had made. Verse 2, 2 and 2. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he hath made. And then verse 3. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he hath rested from all his work which God created and made. So whenever you get on down to chapter 2 verse 8. It says, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. So, a lot of things happened after he had finished his creation. He was talking about, verse 4, These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the lord god made the earth and the heavens so that's a lot going on it says it's talking about generations of the heavens it's generations of the heavens and of the earth and also one thing i wanted to point out is whenever it says chapter 2 verse 1 thus the heavens and the earth were finished and the host of them I think it goes to point out that when he formed man later, man was not a host of the earth. There was going to be something celestial or not celestial. There's going to be something heavenly, uh, godly about the man because God was going to put in him the breath of life. God actually went down and put his hands, got down in the dirt and formed. They talk about that. A lot of things it was like let there be and there was and it came to pass. But God got down and he formed man with his own hands and breathed into him the breath of of life and man became a living soul. So that's why he's not listed in the other things that it was talking about, but he's listed after the fact because there was something um um dimensional about a man that was not in the generations of the earth and the and the heavens. There was something about man that will come more clear later. In chapter 2 verse 5. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had caused it to rain. Had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. So the whole earth is in perspective right here. The whole earth is in perspective. But verse 6. But there went a mist. It says there was not a man to till the ground. So the ground was there, but there was no man there yet to till it. So God had already prepared everything the man was to do. He had already given it to him. But a man had to go through a process. He had to be formed and he had to get the breath of life to become a a new being. Verse 6. But. There went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. So whenever we begin to talk about things animals do, we have to give a little bit more respect and honor to the fact that God did not include a man in the host of the earth, but man was something that God breathed his breath into. We also have to understand, just like when we have children, and our children are not allowed to do whatever they want to do, however they want to do it, neither can God's children. Um, As far as his creation, Adam... He sees to Adam, there's things that he puts all through Proverbs and Psalms that let you know what wisdom and folly is and the things that lead this way. And anybody that takes a look at their generations of things that people that they specifically know of things that happen, we can begin, begin to proclaim that the things that God said happen in folly are truly things that happen. In folly, I've seen it for myself. So God had went ahead and um, the mist watered the face of the earth. Verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. He breathed into his nostrils. And the Lord God planted a garden. So he made the man. And then he planted a garden eastward in Eden. That's where he planted it. And there he put the man whom he had formed and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the mist. So the whole earth was um, conceptualized and there and being watered from a mist, but it had not rained because there was no man to till it. So at that point, in the creation process, he, he had already told what was going to happen back in chapter 1, verse 27. When he created man, he had already designed what man would be doing. So everything was on hold waiting for the man to come in, to intercept. So God formed the man and he after he formed the man, he planted a garden and he went on from there.